floods, wildfires, a global pandemic. Ever since the clock struck 12 on January 1st, 2020, our newsfeed has been filled with terrifying headlines about the current state of our planet. Our actions as a human race has led us near the point of no return. But the key word there? Near. It's not too late to restore balance to our planet. But in order to do so, we must first look within and ask ourselves, what can I possibly do to brighten our future? But with all the problems that this planet currently has, where do we even start? My guests today are the hosts of the Earth Friends podcast, a show that focuses on social issues and environmental sustainability, and are here today to share with you on how anyone can make a difference for our one and only home. I hope you all learned something new today and enjoy this special episode. Also, I'd like to let you guys know that I'll be taking a quick break from my usual posting schedule until October. By stepping back from the pod, I hope to bring you all the best quality content for the last three episodes of Season 3, all of which will be airing three weeks in a row throughout the month of October. So without wasting too much of your time, let's hop onto the episode with Earth Friend. What is poppin' and welcome to the Rocka's Modern Life Show. My name is Rocka, future veterinarian, ex-varsity athlete, and dude who loves to talk about all things hot in PH pop culture. Despite the name, the show ain't about me, but truly about the unique things that my guests bring to the table while also providing some quality kalkohan. So buckle up and let's get rockin'. Sup fam? I just got some really exciting news that I want to share with you all before we start the show. I was just able to partner up with... Shopee! As in Chris Kina Shopee? Yer. As in Jose Mero Chan Shopee? You know it. So now whenever you order using my personalized link, you'll be supporting a broke sad vet student, which is me. Get all of the hottest deals for the lowest prices on Shopee by clicking on the link in my description or in my bio. And I know when you don't click it. Also, Research World Manila, not a sponsored post. Again, I really appreciate the support. So now, let's get into the episode. What's up, girls? Why don't you guys introduce yourself, your profession, and the most useful item in your house right now? Hello, hello. What's poppin'? Yeah. Hey. Brown whip just hopped in. Well, <laughs> let's get rockin'. Ooh. Magrap na lang kaya tayo. <laughs> Alright, go for it, guys. Why don't you start? Um, hi, I'm Carrie. Um, this is uh, Earth Friends. We are Earth Friends. Um, we are a podcast group um, that talks about social issues and environmental sustainability. Uh, I currently uh, am on a transitionary period to a new job at Paymongo, but I am also part mm. of For the Future with Roque. Yes. And yeah, all about the earth, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Represent. <laughs> um, what about what's one like the most useful item in your house right now, you would say? Um, I guess the most useful item is my phone. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a boring question, the boring answer. But I can't do anything without my phone, no, like that's work fair. or like communication and like Gcash forest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, since she's going to be transitioning into Paymongo, watch out for Paymongo for us as well, because I feel like yeah. <laughs> that's gonna be one of her initiatives <laughs> when she gets in. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. Um, what about you, girls? Why don't you introduce yourself? Um, yeah. Hi, I'm Nikki. <laughs> um, right now, I'm working as a clinical research coordinator at the University of Barber, and but in the fall, I'm going to be going. To moving to New York to get my master's in public health. Oh, I'm so scared for that, but let's see how that goes. Hey, nice. <laughs> I would say I just got a seaside table. You know what that is? No, what is that? Seaside table. It's like a table that you can like slide into the couch. So you can like sit on the couch and do work. Oh, so oh. like in an armchair. Yeah. 
And then you put it on side your bed. Seaside table. <laughs> what did you call it? What did you call it? Seaside table. I don't know. On the nope. Facebook market ad, it said seaside table. And I was like, oh, okay, I want to get that. <laughs> that so helps you study right now. Yeah. What else do you I call it? I can study though? anywhere. I think it's table. different because you, you know how like with the side table it's like the base is solid like this one the one I have uh, where my laptop is on right now like the legs have an opening so you can insert it so then it's the guide to the chair mm, okay and th- is that what you have as well Nicole that, that's yeah. a seaside table yeah I got that idea yup I got that idea from Gabby oh. <laughs> smart, smart stuff got in my apartment and she was like I need that to study for the MCAT yeah <laughs> so I can study anywhere <laughs> that's pretty genius actually I want to see if we got some of them seaside tables here in the Philippines I don't know this is my first time learning about that word too <laughs> same Rocket, but if you find it, pa link naman on Shopee or wherever. Oh, Shopee. My Shopee link ako, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> just a, like a solo, solo plug, you know, for any of the listeners tuning in. Just hop onto my link and, um, you know, support a broke vet student. Like, how fun is that? <laughs> um, but yeah, not to get too carried away with my subtle plugs. Gabby, why don't you introduce yourself and, you know, you take it away. Uh, my name is Gabby. Uh, I'm working in New York currently as a marketing strategist for an event tech company called Cadence. And I also run their social impact initiatives and CSR. While I don't like that acronym, um, that's what we call it at the company currently. But on it. Um, and my most used item in the house is definitely my air fryer. Mm. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Like, I know. A couple of years ago, like we had an air fryer in the house, and it like just started becoming a thing. But like, it didn't wasn't as used before. But now I think like over the quarantine, and like here in the states, like when you want to just pop something, and like you don't appreciate the oven and stuff, like, mm. it's such a good appliance to have. And if you don't want to, uh, what do you call this? Use too much oil. So like anything, I want to reheat crispy. Like even pizza. Like I reheat some like pizza in the Ooh. oven. In the air fryer, thick. You reheat pizza in the air fryer? <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Or you can even like toast bread. Wow. Toast and bread? I don't have much counter. Yeah, I don't have much counter space, right? And our toaster fits literally like one piece of toast. It's a little cute yellow thing. <laughs> so then our air fryer, like we use it for everything, like salmon, um, French fries, and I brought back potato corner powder. So put on my air fried French fries. Game changer, yeah. but not to get too carried away with food because I, I can see Nikki like kind of just salivating already. Like, damn, I'm hungry. Yeah, I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't we, you know, start the pod as I always do by asking the question: What's popping? What's popping? So, girls, what's popping? can hear the intro music in my head. Yeah. <laughs> I just pretend like I have a soundboard and it's just going... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, Girls, you guys go first. You guys... Fun. Well, no, you guys are after. in New York. Okay, like, that, that's, not tr- that's not true. <laughs> it's ought to be more fun than what we're Yeah, doing. it's ought to be more fun. <laughs> um, so Gabby, why don't... My... Oh, yeah. oh, Gabby, you can start. No, no, no. no, no, no. Nikki, oh, go, go, okay. So my boring answer would be is, so I've been studying for the MCAT. <laughs> I'm, it's killing me right now, but it has to get done. I'm going to take mm-hmm. this exam this year. I'm going to take it this year. And the fun thing that I've been doing would be is I've been watch. I just finished Never Have I Ever. Do you guys watch oh, that? Oh, good. No, what so is it? So good. Have I ever. Oh, is it a movie? Or a, oh, it's a show. It's a Netflix original series. What's it about? Nick. It's a, it's about this like American like Indian girl like come like living in the states coming of age movie like you know those high school things that we're trying to fit mm-hmm. in the whole boyfriend thing and then dealing with how her family is yeah very how do you explain it it's like they're very conservative I don't know they're so very conservative yeah traditional yeah right and they're so funny it's just such a funny show. And it's like we're, 20 minutes, like a fast one. We're on the same page. Oh, nice. <laughs> Rambutin na lang, thank God. Basically Google. 
Oh yeah, I think I've seen this actually, like a trailer. Mindy Kaling, pala is the is the mm. producer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think she also wrote the script. Or wow, something like that. for sure that's funny. Then is it funny? Yeah. I find myself like I just finished like I binged the whole season in one day. I was supposed to study and I was. Like, How many episodes in one season? Ten, like ten, ten. But it's twenty nine minutes. It's fast. Oh yeah, it's not, like, that's super doable. Okay, yeah, no, yeah. that's doable. Okay, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 I know do. that I know that situation where you're in and it's like, oh no, I should really study after this episode. Yes. And then like you see that Netflix bar going and you're just like, oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll study while watching it. Totally. I just nah. closed my book. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give this day to myself. <laughs> oh, and many- Carrie, Gabby, what's been popping with you guys? What's been keeping you busy? Um... Well, there was there have been a couple of concerts in New York the last mm. couple of days. So concerts? What are concerts? It's I don't know what, what that is. Concerts? It's been too long. <laughs> concerts during a pandemic? What? I sent more than ten people in one location. <laughs> yeah, go vaccinate New York, baby. Stay um, up. Yeah, uh, but since like I think after we reached the seventy percent vaccination mark, like that's when the city opened up fully in like the start of July. So that that's when um all of these DJs started playing again. So Thursday, um Diplo played like a surprise set in wow. the new rooftop that I went to with my coworkers and a few friends. And then Friday, there was a in the super sick venue called Brooklyn Mirage, which is like an out think pool club, but if pool club got it right. <laughs> oh, that's right. true. It is like pool club. <laughs> oh my god. Um, so it was a really and really really big, but then like, like they covered club. the walls with like LED screens. So it was like an AV um, experience that they're launching for his, like his new show. And then it was like Psycho Roosevelt RAC Throwback wow. uh, High School. Um, and then yeah. the, like and then it was super cool because like invo- they involved like tech. so once you enter the venue you get a wristband that has a QR code and you register your credit card through the QR code so when you buy drinks you just tap your QR code and they don't take physical credit cards oh my so god like less also like um con- like um yeah and, like, living in the to... future yeah mm. <laughs> play Mongo cars. Yeah, uh, so you have a picture of that QR code by any chance, <laughs> oh, <laughs> or, or the name of that event. <laughs> no, I think I do. I think I have it. That's how they do all of the events in Brooklyn Mirage because I think it's it's an event production company called Avant Gardner that puts up all of these like, super cool stuff. So I think they're partnered with them to do it. Wow. The future. You guys are living in the future. <laughs> like, looks like you guys have been living the Big Apple lifestyle and. Man, so jealous. But um, Carrie, what, like, why don't you share some, you know, good Filipino action? Represent <laughs> action. Let's go. Um, not much has happened recently. I'm actually on vacation leave, but I've been ex- like just chilling at home and reminiscing about you know the last three years and stuff. Um, <laughs> I recently finished um, Down to Earth. Shout out to Zac Efron oh for being the best. Oh, <laughs> so guapo. Yeah, he's hotter than our climate oh. at joke lang. That's a super hyperbole. <laughs> but so good. Super good. It's like nice to see, you know, your childhood stars like find more, you know, deeper content to like be, yeah, to, to, to share with others. Yeah. Yeah. I also I also tried this thing. I don't know like if you guys are like if you guys believe in it, but I tried this Reiki healing with mm. my friend Katya Buni. Not sure if you guys know her. She's your batch at that. Um she's yeah, a batch so... above me. But yeah, I know what uh, Reiki is. That's like kind of um it's it's like with healing with crystals, right? And kind of like reading. Yeah, it's like you're you're reading or like you're trying to like change the energy of your chakras and stuff so i made miggy try it so you have seven chakras and like they can tell which areas are you know not balanced and stuff so mm-hmm. like they, they just do some like cool like some, some cool hand force juju field action. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. but like it's how did you find the experience like did it like um align with like some of the problems that you've been facing or like does it just feel good to um you know get your chakras aligned 
Dude, it was Miggy that tried it. I I made him try the Reiki healing. Hmm. Um, but it seemed it seemed like he felt more at peace. So I'm probably gonna schedule mine next month. Hey, oh, nice. I'll try. Yeah, it's it's nice. It's like interesting. So it's like you can find a way to heal yourself, like in times of anxiety and stuff. So that's what the pandemic what actually taught me. I I wasn't really much of a meditating person or like, but you know and mindfulness but i learned a lot about that and now recently breath work like mm. i went to a retreat with fi and jelly um wim hof. The flow retreat wim hof breath okay. work is so key it's, it's actually like very key. Yeah, yeah i learned a lot about that yeah because i mean like... No, I think really, like mindfulness in the pandemic super because when we were locked down when new york used to be the epicenter before and, like, yeah and and here in a month, like at least when I was home in December, like you have more space to walk around your house and stuff. But here it's like you're in a, the confines of an apartment. Yeah. And in like this concrete jungle. So then we really had to like find ways to entertain ourselves. Uh, thankfully, for like a bunch of the, the peak, I was in Jersey, like in the suburbs. But then when I was back in New York and like not going out at all, like you could really feel like the anxiety of being in a confined space i can only imagine how much worse it was for a lot of other people but then that's why i like turned to cooking and then even yeah deep breathing um mm-hmm. i started also using palo santo um is that like, the burning I mean, thing yeah it's like you know a lot of people use white sage but um palo santo is like wood and then you burn it for a bit and then the smoke like smells really good and it's supposed to burn like good juju but I started reading that um, they're trying to get people to use it less because um, going back to like sustainability and like social impact, like it's actually a practice, like an ancient practice from, um, I think, I don't want to butcher this and get it wrong, but like South American or like Latin American like tribes. So like on that note of like cultural appropriation and things like right. that, so I have to do more research, but um, yeah. it was a gift from one of my co-workers so then I started using it and it, like, I don't know if it was um placebo effect but it, it made me feel really chill like <laughs> pretty sad yeah no and I'm sure like you know it it added to like the whole room atmosphere because like you said like at, especially at the start of the pandemic there's like so much uncertainty there's so much anxiety going through your head and like um like whether it's like using incense to kind of chill out the mood or breath works or finding meditation you know we all had to go through our own like self-coping mechanisms and um like i think for me one of them was like watching nature documentaries because Mm -hmm. like being especially being confined in like four walls and like like seeing the same people every day i mean i love my family but then like it just seemed like almost like a twilight zone thing where it's like you don't even can't even differentiate the days anymore and i think that's what that's what i like what, like what I said in my last podcast with Gami, uh, that's like one of the few good things I think that came from the pandemic is really just realigning with yourself and trying to yeah. um, remind yourself of what really matters to you. Like what is your calling? What's your passion? What's your advocacy? And, you know, that's one of the things that um, I'm pretty sure that you guys realized throughout the pandemic because you guys started... Uh, a podcast like throughout the pandemic you guys you know made earth friends throughout this experience exactly you know and this is like a perfect segue for me to ask you guys like what was that uh, moment or piece of content that inspired you to make a difference or you know for them young gen z tiktokers out there your woke moment (laughs) 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 well so i guess like the the story started when um, so I watched Sir David Attenborough's um, A Life on Our Planet last year, and I think it was around November. And in I don't know if you felt this too, Rocket, and you were watching these documentaries. I don't know which kind they were, but then with a lot of the ones that are centered around like environmental sustainability, they feel very like um, sad in the end because you watch this whole informational piece of work that tells you about like shit, everything's going to shit literally Mm -hmm. and then but with david attenborough he had like five very concrete i don't know if it was five but like very concrete steps like calls to action and steps about how to turn the world around and like what we can do so after that i was like i just want to learn more 
specifically about renewable energy. And then Harry is a friend, a really good friend of my older sister um, from college. And then my sister was like, why don't you talk to her? And I knew Nikki and I always like align on wanting to do something like active and like within social impact space and now environmental um, sustainability. So then I had separate calls with both of them and I was saying that I was interviewing more and more people um, just on the side on Zoom and like then the three of us got together on one Zoom with another friend of ours and then just hit it off really well and then that's kind of how it started. So we just started to interview more people together and then one day Carrie had a, made a joke and was like, Parang sayang all our calls that we're having with these really intelligent people. Let's just start a podcast na lang. And I was like, hey, parang, that's, that was a great idea. Like, why not? Like, I want more people to hear the conversations we're having with these people because it's so useful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, bam, two, one month later, we really recorded our first episode. <laughs> that's awesome, girls. And, like, just to think that one documentary could, like, bring... Um, could spark like an entire new concept and an entire podcast just from that and you know if, um, I just learned a while ago that Carrie and Nikki have not even met in real life and um, the yeah. fact that they've been able to connect and share ideas and find you know like-minded individuals that that, that must have been like what are, what are the odds of that and um, I'm just curious like was the Life on Our Planet documentary on Netflix what really um, kind of motivated you or impacted you to um, start working for your advocacy because I know that Carrie, like you know, we both are part of for the future. So I knew that she was um, always trying to, you know, do her part in trying to make this world a better place. But um, what about for you girls? Like, was there any was was that the kind of like glass breaking moment for you? Like when you watched that documentary, or was there um, another experience in the past that you guys might have exper- like went through that kind of opened your eyes to these uh, real world problems? I would say like I would say like you know living in a, in the city living in an urban area where everything is so fast paced and everything's just moving forward and like you just buy into that lifestyle like you forget like your surroundings and I feel like during quarantine that's when like everything stopped everything like took a pause and that's like when I started like reflecting on like, how I like live my life like before I used to like Uber everywhere I was like team Uber <laughs> and then I would just like just, yeah <laughs> literally Uber everywhere they're like where are you and I was like oh I'm in the Uber like you could have just like walked or you could have took the tea or the subway and I'm just like nah, nah, nah. if I took that I would have been late <laughs> I just like realized like my lifestyle was so destructive and like during quarantines like what made me realize like I need to stop like I need to slow down and then like change like what i buy change how i like commute now and like i would say that was like my woke moment my woke moment because especially like everything in the news like during quarantine all all i was doing just watching the news everything's like negative forest burning and like so many things are happening and i was just like wow like i need to like get out of my lane and like start seeing everything else from like a bigger picture and like that's when me and gabby started like facetiming every day and like talking like Oh, like, did you see what happened in the news? Like, oh, it's so sad how we can't really do anything or make a huge impact because, like, we're here all the way in the States and, like, all we can do right now is just, like, educate ourselves, like, learn. Mm-hmm. And then that's how it all started, like, us, like, interviewing other people and then Carrie coming in just started from there. <laughs> yeah, it was just a research group, honestly. Yeah. We were just a... We were a research group <laughs> just sending links and geeking yeah. out about different topics <laughs> <laughs> you know, in relation to what Nikki said, like, I super agree with, you know, like, reassessing all of your life decisions that you've made before ever since, like, ever since you realized how individual impacts matter. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to, I used to take a trike. Like, my school was, like, Ateneo was right in front of my condo and I'd still take a trike. It was, it was so bad every day and I'm sure... And, you know, the only implication that I considered then was, you know, the cost. And I used to, mm-hmm. like, buy a lot of bottle of water. And the, I used to think that it was sustainable that I got bulk. I got the bigger one over the smaller one. So it's like not knowing these things or not acknowledging them 
is such a is such a blind spot for people and that's why i think it's important for you know people who know about it to share because you could help someone you know like break the glass and see that you're part of the like solution you're not like not instead of the problem just by knowing what your impact does to everything else so yeah i guess that's also one of the things that you reflect on during quarantine when you're like confined in a room and you feel like you can't do much Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. i guess it was a stress relieving thing for for the good of it yeah (laughs) and i completely agree with that because um you know prior to like even starting the podcast or joining ftf like the first step was really to educate yourself and although you think that you know you can't really make a difference by educating yourself by knowing more about it and sharing it from like whether it in like very officially in a podcast form like this or even just a simple conversation with like your siblings or your parents uh, it might like shift someone's perspective like completely of you know how how your actually how your consumption is and like how like especially with like the numbers that you can present to people by being educated that's like a tangible way to explain things because i mean honestly the 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 whole concept of carbon footprint can get very confusing even i like find it a little bit confusing until today so like but if you break it down like to like water consumption or um like food waste or like yeah you know all of these other things like just to break it down to smaller bite-sized components it could really change someone's whole perspective on how they're living their lives yeah and i i think that's a super important point to make Rahe, like about sustainability like i think it's a very overwhelming mm-hmm. um yeah. it's sorry it seems like a very overwhelming um topic to get educated on because like there's so many things to learn and um you know and, and it can be intimidating and i think that's what stops a lot of people from trying to start getting into it like we have a lot of friends when we just launched the podcast that we're like super excited because they were like we don't know where to start but we wanted to and i think that was the goal for us was just to make it more simple more fun and like more digestible like this does not have to be in any way um you don't have to be an expert like none of us claim to be on our podcast mm. either and like and you can always like i think Kyrie, you know when he said it you can always learn or unlearn things that mm. you thought you knew and i think that was definitely the process um for all of us and like for me specifically like when i think before the pandemic i was still very conscious about it i think my journey with all of this started with social impact more mm-hmm. like in high school but then in college when i took a class on environmental sustainability and food systems that was really i think my turning point like i was the biggest carnivore um probably everyone probably knew like i was not a veggie eater and i'm still working on that now but then <laughs> Um, Gabby I've doesn't eat greens. Just kidding. Yeah, but I've definitely <laughs> some leaps and bounds from when I started before. Uh, but then in in college, like it, we had to watch a couple of documentaries on Netflix too, um, and then just actually planted stuff and and studied food systems and things like that. And like I think being in a class with other people who were interested in it from like other people who were just taking the class because it was a, a required. You had to take a required yeah. science. And then so you have those seniors who are just like, I'm here for the credit. And then other people who are like, no, I am really interested in sustainability. Um, we made the class format so fun where we even got to taste test all of these different alternative food alternatives and products. So I think, and like learning about the direct impact that us humans make, like this is not mm. a natural occurrence. And then seeing yeah. it and incorporating yeah. that, like I know we, we joke a lot of the time when it's too hot, it's like, oh, it's climate change. Or like, mm. Um, there were a couple of winters in Boston that are supposed to be really bad and we had no snow or, or very delayed snow. So I think putting two and two together to see what we're studying come to life and, and understanding that that's because of human um, waste and pollution and mm. our own actions. Like, um, There's also the argument that like, you know, it's all the big companies that need to be reversing it and like individual impact. Like that's what a lot of people blame. They're like, what's one bottle of water going to do versus like these big oil companies that are exploding pipelines in the middle of the ocean. Like, but yeah. I feel like it's the same argument with elections coming up. Like what's mm. one vote going to do, right. blah, blah, blah. But like it has to start somewhere. And like, why not? Like, why not? Um, 
start, you know, start somewhere, start small. Yeah. And that's actually a very like key word that you said there, start small. Because like, um, oftentimes people think that like, okay, I'm going to live sustainably. I'm not going to eat any more meat. I'm going to make my carbon footprint zero for the rest of my life. And then you're basically kind of just setting yourself up for failure. Because if you didn't live that yeah. way um, your entire life prior, you're probably not going to be able to succeed like doing a complete 180 for the rest yeah, of your yeah. life. So it's really not going to be a straight line. Like you're, there are going to be some days where you're going to have to buy a bottle of water. Or like yes. if the only... Like for me, like the only food served at home is meat. Like, what am I gonna do? Just not eat? Like, mm -hmm. eat rice lang? Like, no, no man. Like, you gotta like yeah, um, yeah. learn how to assess. But then, for me, I think it's like if you can, um, if you, for me, one of my rules is if you have the choice to choose between two things, and why don't you just choose the more sustainable one? Why don't you opt to go mm -hmm. plant plant based? If you're gonna eat in Burger King and they have the 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 impossible, impossible burger. burger which is fantastic. Yeah. You guys talked about that also in your last podcast. Super yeah. tasty, super good. Um, yeah, why not like just go for that? And it's those small changes because although you might think that what's one like meat burger gonna do? They produce like hundreds a year. Uh, what's one like water bottle? It's not that single one water bottle. It's the system that you're trying to change in your life. It's like the and last the thing. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. like. Um, yeah, I don't think, and I think I want to that like, great segue into. I think the point I want to make too is that it's not a one size fits all solution. Right. Like in one of our other episodes with Dara Santos, like we were talking about how a vegan diet or a vegetarian diet in the Philippines for the mass population is not sustainable um, because veggies are so much harder to come by and so much more expensive than if they had their own meat that they can slaughter themselves. Right. Which is probably even more sustainable because it's in their own home. They raised it like on, on local, a yeah, and it's, it's also like it's local. local. Mm -hmm. um, so like the, the nutrition that you can get for the cost you can get it at, um, that's also factored into it. And I think that's why sometimes with environmental sustainability or like sustainability in general, people don't take into consideration um, economic sustainability and all that stuff. So I think living sustainably should be sustainable for you. Exactly. Yeah, super well said. And it's like, you can't, you know, judge people for doing a certain thing a certain way because, like, you, you have to take it out of context. And it's not, yeah, like, you can't really promise yourself that you're never gonna buy a bottle of water again. It's not like you can, you know, like, if someone, if a restaurant, like, acts, like gives you a straw, it's not like, you know, it's the end of the world. It's just like that... <laughs> thing at the back of your head like that you are aware of that specific you know impact like mm -hmm. it will really open your options to another you know consider it will make you consider more alternatives like for example it won't just be like the cost that will drive you to purchasing an item it will also you'll also want to do that like due diligence to research about the company mm -hmm. you know like mm -hmm. have that extra like mile because you're curious to see like the impact yeah, yeah. or even like asking yourself like do i actually need mm -hmm. this yeah no yeah no, i completely agree because like now every time i throw something i always feel guilty i'm like okay can i really throw this out is there anything i can do with this like what else yeah. can i do with it so i leave it on the counter and it's gonna sit there for days i'm like okay I haven't figured it out yet, but let's see next week. <laughs> like I, I super feel it. that. <laughs> I wash it and I just leave it like, okay, okay, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do with it. Like, I'll just, I don't want to throw it out yet. <laughs> feels. Yeah, super I'm guilty. I'm just like, mm, <laughs> 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 yeah, it's just that overall consciousness that you get and that all stems from curiosity so we were all there in that stage where we were like thinking like how can i you know change my impact on this planet and you know if you're listening to this podcast right now it's already a great first step to take like even if you don't live sustainable sustainable at all or you don't think you do like the fact that you clicked on this podcast and tried to learn more about it is the first step. And then next step is getting educated and being more educated with your decisions. When you do have the option um, or like when things are under your control, then you can make more mindful decisions. And it's just great like what you can learn from other people as well. Like in this 
these like podcast setups and I'm pretty sure that you guys have learned a lot also just from your first eight episodes from these ex- like experts that you've been interviewing just trying to pick their brain a little bit more and you know that just goes back to the whole curiosity which started it all Pstui, you yeah you the one there making your morning coffee or getting your daily exercise in don't you think that it's time for that new French press or a new set of workout clothes don't you feel like you deserve something fresh, something exciting? Because I sure do. So why don't you hop onto Shopee to avail of the non-stop sales that have been going on for as long as one Ponce Enrile has been alive, which is a really long time. Everything from coffee paraphernalia to home workout equipment. We've got it all for you. And the best part is, I was lucky enough to partner up with Shopee to keep you updated with all of the hottest sales. But wait, 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 wait. Before you skip this ad, let me be real with y'all. As you know, I'm a broke full-time vet student and I do this podcast to keep you, my friends and family, informed about the hot topics here in the PH and the industry leaders involved with them. The main reason I started this podcast was to educate and entertain people, and I hope you're learning something new in this episode. So if you enjoy this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you used my Shopee link to keep these episodes coming. All you have to do is to check the description down below or the tap link in my bio to access my personal link. If you're anyone like me, you've probably got tons of items in your cart. So go to Shopee, treat yourself with something new, and support this podcast. Like the beautiful and unwithering Chris Aquino once said, Shop now! You guys just finished uh, your first season of Earth Friends FM, which congratulations, by the way. Uh, amazing Yay. podcast. Um, if you listeners haven't checked it out yet, please, please, please like do so right after this podcast. They put great content out there. And I just wanted to ask you guys, like with your first season in the books, what are some key takeaways that you have learned uh, from your guests about the environment or social issues or even about each other or yourself? Hmm. Well, it was my first time podcast. It's our first time podcasting, I think, all three of us. <laughs> so, yeah. on top of you know, like the technical, you know, like um, aspect to producing a podcast, I, I guess the the common denominator that um, all our guests had in common was that to be in this in in this circle or to be um, to be environmentally aware. It, you to do it full time you need to be passionate and i saw that in all our all our guests um it's a full time you know uh endeavor that they have to be super passionate about because it doesn't normally take the same amount of time to come up with you know the the reflections that they would end up in in their field because they're trying to revamp a system so it takes a lot more time and patience and you know and the like, landscape is changing so yes they have to continuously again learn and unlearn things they thought they knew because the science changes every day yeah and it, it's just it's nice that we were able to um kind of like dip our toes into different um fields of sustainability um tara with um climate activism which is super important um circular exactly. economy Mm-hmm. plastic pollution so it it was a at the very best you know it, since it's our first podcast like we were we learned a lot of you know insightful things from our guests for sure yeah and i think like we with all of them like we hit the surface of each of the topics i think we were interested in and then but on a and on a more personal note i think like Starting a podcast, as I'm sure you know, Rocket, is not easy. Like I think we assume that, like, oh, we interview people. This is just gonna be the same format. Not at all. Like I think the first episode we read that was just the three of us. We had to tape so many times because we're like, wow, we sound so awkward and yeah, so just, dead. And like, team Lambanog, dude, it, it had to open. <laughs> it had to break some ice here. Like we sounded like we were. Robots. We sounded like we were giving graduation we... rights, nah, dude. <laughs> No, I super get you guys. Like for the longest time, 
um, I would have to drink like when I'm doing a podcast. Like more often than not, actually, especially if I don't know who I'm interviewing, like if it's mm. the first time that I'm gonna be talking to them, I have to have a drink in my hand because it was just so weird, like hearing yourself. And, yeah. Like, just yeah. like you have like full control of the the tempo, like the the path of the conversation. So it's like so much pressure. Like for me, like when I was like too sober doing it, I was I'd like stutter and all that. So like anything to get you a little bit more loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> for sure. sure. But like what? I think I was like, wow, like the TV talk show hosts and things like that. Like they make it look so easy, but it's right. not. And <laughs> I think even after like six, seven episodes, like we're taking a break after the first season because we're like, okay, we need to reassess. Like we need to work on our craft. Mm-hmm. But, yes. Um, Content. Hopefully, with time, you know, we can definitely improve and like hit the goals we want. But it's just uh, it's echo what Kari was saying about our guests, like. More than anything for me, it's like super inspiring to talk to people and like build this community around people who we can have these conversations with because it's not as big a community yet, but then it's definitely growing and and it's so fun to learn from people who clearly live this out every day and and then it re inspires us to like up our game too. Yeah. No, I super agree with that. Um, what about you, Nikki? Any key takeaways or insights from the season one? I feel like whenever we ask them at the end, like, um, how can we um, turn this world around or change this world around? I feel like the main theme that they all said is like starting small. Like that really solidified yes. in me. Like your everyday actions and choices really does have an impact. Because like it, you will inspire other people. Like, do you guys remember like firing that pyramid scheme of kindness? Like if you do a kind act to someone, and then that person will also do a kind act to another people, and it just spreads. And I yeah. feel like that's what we're doing now with like inspiring other people to like choose sustainable choices and practices. Like, do you really want to buy that water bottle right now? If you have like your jug with you, like you can just like refill it somewhere else. Or like trying to switch your products. Like right now, I'm like. I'm trying to like finish all like my shampoos and like soaps and trying to switch the like bar soap and like bar shampoo because like I realized like my bathroom's filled with so many like plastic so at least like yup so I'm like trying to like slowly like finish myself so I can like purchase like the right like products now that are actually sustainable right so that just solidified it because like a lot of everyone tells me like a lot of my like friends here were saying like oh like are one small act that like, won't even make a difference. Like those big companies are the ones who's doing it. Like they have to change their ways. Like why do we have to do it? And like, it just breaks my heart sometimes, but I'm slowly trying to convince them. Like I was able to convince my roommates to stop using plastic water bottles because they buy it in bulk from like Costco. And that's right. literally their jug. And I was like, get a jug, get a water bottle. I was like, I gave her a water bottle. I was like, here's a water bottle. Use it. Don't use the plastic ones. <laughs> so that's really, and, they, and they stopped. Like they messaged me like, look, Nikki, here's my water bottle with me. I stopped oh bringing God. the plastic Aww. on around. I'm like, yay. <laughs> exactly. I was like, sometimes I feel like when we have these conversations with people who aren't like the same mindset mm-hmm. like it can be kind of kakasawa for them to listen to because like i'll point it out sometimes and not in an annoying way i'll just be like if they're carrying around i was like oh you should get a water bottle or something like that but then like my cousin's so funny they my cousin's girlfriend um like they didn't know anything about it too so then once i started to talk it comes up naturally as well but then recently she made like an online um she went online shopping and whenever she does something that's sustainable or like whatever she'll send me a photo so i think that pyramid scheme is real like yeah it, it takes one and then they'll spread it too and it like, gets funny sometimes and also like killing like they'll think of you when they do this mm-hmm. and you know that like you got the one person mm-hmm. if anything but so she went online shopping and then there was an option to pay a little bit more to use a reusable um to use reusable packaging for the order so it, I forgot what it's called, but it's super cool. So then it comes in this like it looks like a rice sack almost, and then okay. you just drop it in any USPS like postal service mailbox, which they have on all of these street corners, and send it back. Oh, um, wow. so she took a picture and she was like, um, 
or my cousin was like, props on the reusable packaging at Feds. And then she's like, Gabby, no, not gonna lie. I, like, you popped in my head when I saw this option and I had <laughs> to get it. And I was like, at least, you know, I was like, I was super happy about it. And it's, I think, those little things that, like, it starts there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just also finding ways to, you know, make sustainability a little bit more enjoyable, you know, because by sharing it with your friends, by kind of building a community, it can always be fun. Like, like it doesn't have to be this so intimidating and daunting thing where it's like, you have to buy into sustainability or if not, you're going <laughs> to kill like a sea turtle or something like that. Like, it's not, it doesn't yeah. have to be so drastic. You could like make these yeah. small uh, changes each day. And like, you know, if you do that each year, that's like you're, 365 times more sustainable than you were last year you know so it's like yeah, it's really like, a, a compound yeah it's a compound effect and you know it's you could there are ways to inspire others in a fun way in not such a serious manner and which leads me actually to my other question is how can one make a sustainable lifestyle more enjoyable like um we mentioned earlier with like the g forest how that's a new trend going on where you could like um, build your own forest and then you can compare it with your friends like oh mine's bigger than yours and it's like, you know, <laughs> you're to make it, like a competition like there are no, like it's comp- legit yeah it's legit. It's so legit <laughs> yeah expand on it Barry, <laughs> since you're the master of g forest <laughs> okay no i'm not the master anymore because my office mates whom i have um encouraged to do gcash forest have surpassed me Wow. Like, they really check. They're, like, checking the times. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm going to just, like, let you win the spot for now. But I guess the first, like, thing to make sustainability more enjoyable, less of a burden and more of, like, a habit is to really avoid the call-out culture. Mm. Like, you won't get anywhere if you literally see someone in a plastic straw and say, like, Hey, that's bad. Like, I mean, it's not <laughs> like you can't. You're not gonna be sparking any change by right. judging someone for mm-hmm. like what they're doing or like if they're eating meat. Like, you're not gonna like go to their table and just be like, "Oh, what's that?" Like, it's, like, it's not like it's, it's yeah, So it's yeah. like more of like like as Gabby mentioned or like what Nikki said. Like when they inspire someone to like use a water bottle or inspire someone to consider reusable packaging because normally you wouldn't pay extra for something that won't benefit you but like Mm -hmm. if you know that you would you would try to make that effort but it's more of that encouraging like factor like these people reached out to nikki and gabby and me because like they felt like you know like they would have some sense of encouragement from you know spreading the word or like Mm -hmm. paying it forward in that sense so the first really is just not the like be the that person to just judge all the time because uh, like as we mentioned earlier in in the conversation you can't there's no one size that fits all like yeah. just because you buy a sustainable product doesn't mean that you're sustainable it's really a, it's really a mindset like you could say that you're sustainable and buy like 10 toothbrushes and just hoard and you know like it's just not going to make sense so it's just more of making it like fun mm-hmm. like making it part of your life that people are interested in like i i just put a plastic bottle in my desk and people would be like what's that and they would suddenly care more about the plastic that they'd consume and then the next week that i'd come to my office it's like a whole plastic bag for my office mates full of plastic and they're like <laughs> oh you're a basurera na. and then i'm like yeah champagne <laughs> <laughs> yeah i completely echo gary's statement like i was just gonna say yeah. earlier it's like i really don't i'm not a fan of call out and cancel culture in general um i definitely i believe in holding people accountable for yes. their actions 100 percent. but like i think when it comes to sustainability it's it's disencouraged is that a word disencouraging discouraging when, uh, discouraging <laughs> good morning but it's <laughs> discouraging when, um, like, example for me, like, I feel like since we started this podcast, or since I've been more vocal about it, like, I'm a pretty private person, but, like, since we started the podcast, I feel like a lot of my actions are now being scrutinized when it comes to sustainability. Like, if I post her story, like, a really good steak, I'll be like, shit, people are thinking, like, oh, what's she doing eating a steak or whatever? But then, for me, <laughs> it's, it's only like, at the back of your head, no? I, I also yeah. feel yeah. that, honestly. It's such yeah. a... Because you're the, always going to be the like, harsh, harshest yeah. critic. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I think, for me, it's like, 
while I have significantly reduced my meat intake, and and I it started small, like I didn't go from zero to one hundred because that was gonna be really hard for me. Um, but then it was finding new ways to make for me with with cooking, like cooking things that and learning new recipes that didn't involve um, that were healthy one and like more clean, but also didn't involve yeah. as much meat. And then once I started, like I was like, wow, this is actually easier than I thought. Um, and it could be fun and it still tastes great. Um, so that was my step one. But then the other one was also like Carrie, like with her Vasorero life. But mine was like <laughs> um, when I was furnishing this apartment and like when I started moving, like going on Facebook Marketplace and like repurposing <sighs> stuff to make things look, to like give it new life. So yeah. like, here, I'll go. Um, Ooh, sample. This the, is like uh, for the viewers sample, that are checking sample. it out on YouTube. <laughs> if you're listening to this on Spotify, head on over to YouTube so you can see what Gabby's holding up. So plug, so plug. Yeah, but so this is an old wine bottle. So it was like, oh, like the label's cute, like the pink, and then like we used this. These flowers have been like this for four months. So what we did was, um, we one day I was like, oh, I want to put flowers in the house, but I was like, so me and my roommate. Um, what we did was before they died, like we took it out of the water so it would dry and then dried flowers last super long. So then it's been there for the whole time. It looks fake. It's like when people come over, they're like, what the heck? That's still there. I was like, yeah, it's just dried. And, um, so repurposing that and then Facebook marketplace. So fun. Like when you look and you never know what you're going to find. And then, and you never, and then you give other people's trash, like a second life. Mm-hmm. Like, um, there's this, I can't show and tell this, but then we have like a really cool, um, wooden chest that's like distressed and painted on. Um, but it like, we were buying like desk chairs from someone and she was moving to Hawaii. So she was getting rid of all her stuff and then she was flying out that evening. So she's like, just take whatever you want aside from wow. the thing. So it's super cute. And then now thrift, like thrifting and like, going secondhand shopping like i know it's like super trendy as well but like it's super it's also like so much more fun to buy something that you know no one else is gonna have mm. and that's it's sick and yeah. then you know and it's and it's technically someone else is like just giving it away but right um so i think may, doing things that mark your interests mm-hmm. mm. and yeah. and trying to adapt those practices like i tried also last night like i tried um growing my own like regrowing veggies which is super easy like i think that's a great like step one for a lot of people especially in manila like where there's so much natural sunlight like Mm -hmm. regrowing spring onions basil um, in water right Mm -hmm. yeah so easy yeah rock and knows all about that (laughs) yeah you know i'm the propagating master (laughs) no (laughs) no but real talk guys like i like that's one of my like weak like <laughs> weak sides like i mean i i love nature um i'm a bad student so i like i really care about our environment but man there's just something about growing plants that just does not work with me <laughs> like i actually have a leopard gecko and i just recently made his uh tank bioactive so that's like it has like a soil Ew. substrate and then i put it in a couple of snake plants too because it was like my way of transitioning into a plantito but um dude like my plants are just dying Aqua, on me. Is this aquaplantito? No, 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 no. It's my leopard gecko. So it's like a, it's a soil um, kind of enclosure. Oh, oh right. And then right, I put yeah. like some snake plants in there. Um, not doing so well, honestly. Like not going to sugarcoat it or anything. But, you know, <laughs> it's the whole process of learning. I'm, I'm just learning out here. Um, and it's fun, you know. Like I find it like really challenging to you know try to make sure that the moisture is right like to make sure that the uv um is like um hitting the plants in the right um levels because like some of my plants like they don't do so well right under the uv light and then some of them do well like a little bit away from it it's just so complicated and so complex but (laughs) i'm enjoying it because you know i'm learning a little bit more and hopefully one day i can be a plantito and that's just kind of my fun way of trying to learn more about plants and Although you I suck at the moment. Young yeah, yeah, you I, I need to have a con- con- more conversation. Dude, actually, maybe my leopard <laughs> gecko is like stealing me. Oh, oh, oh. But, you know, see, I'm still learning. <laughs> and it's like my fun outlet of it. Um, But what about you, Nikki? How have you been, like, you know, just practicing uh, more environmental awareness or sustainability in your life, like, in a fun manner? Hmm... 
So things I'm a creature of habit. Right. <laughs> so that's why I think so I'm really a creature of habit. Of century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like I just realized that getting out of my comfort zone and just trying something new was the right thing to do and it was what made um sustainable like lifestyle more enjoyable. Like for example, I me and my roommate started like biking. We got into biking and Whoa. it's so fun to bike. Like we bike around like the Charles River. That's a good way to get wow. like, your workout in and just like enjoying like just looking up at the sky enjoying nature and like seeing everyone just out and about like just laying down in the grass that just made me like and wanted to like choose sustainable practices more because it reminded me like okay like me choosing to buy this product over the other is the right thing because I'm supporting like nature because like I don't want to damage things anymore like I'm done and I just and and just like reminding yourself why you're doing it, like just going outside, like get out of your house, breathe the fresh air, and look up in the sky. Like I would say, that's yes. how you'll like make it more enjoyable because you're reminding yourself why you're doing it. Right. Yeah. Like <laughs> like you always have to go back to the root cause of why mm-hmm. you're doing it. And like you guys said earlier, there's no clear cut way to practice sustainability or environmental awareness. There are so many different um, ways to approach it. Whether it's um, focusing on the meat you consume the your mm-hmm. modes of transportation um even just like like me like trying to get into plants <laughs> um it's yeah. like there's so many different avenues that you can take just to be more aware of the issues that we have because they're real guys like you know for like there's literally uh evidence that's going on around the world that can prove that climate change is real it's not just something that people are making up like a couple of I think last week there was like a really bad flood in Germany because due to heavy yes. rainfall. And this is Germany. It's not a tropical country. They don't usually mm-hmm. experience like this level of downpour, yeah. downpour like that. And um, there's just so many like real life um, instances where we could like, you know, take note of that and just try to uh, be more aware and more conscious with our decisions. And it doesn't need to be like a an, an entirely life changing practice mm-hmm. and like. We all had three, like all four of us, we had different ways of how we could practice sustainability a little bit more in our lives. And um, I guess to wrap up the pod, I want to ask you guys, what is one thing that anyone can do in on a daily basis to you know help out the earth a little bit more? Whether it's um, going out for a walk with nature or just switching from plastic bottles to a, to a water jug. Like what is like the simplest thing that you think anyone can do no matter like what economic background or you know what history or like your life circumstances are like uh, for me it's like the simplest act of just turning off the faucet while Mm. i'm soaping so like i'm taking a shower Uh, before i used to like you know while i'm shampooing just like step a little bit to the side where the water's not hitting my head yeah shampooing (laughs) but then now like trying to be a little bit more conscious turn it off for a bit even if i get that Mm -hmm. extra three seconds of cold like (laughs) when it turns back on like it's worth it you know Um, yeah yeah yeah. what about you guys it's like the question that we ask our guests or it has been turned back to us and we know how hard exactly, the question is exactly. <laughs> no pressure though no pressure it could be like the big changes or the smallest changes you could think of you know switching from recharge from batteries to rechargeable batteries or like for me my clock literally just died so I'm probably gonna order from Shopee, although it's like another buying thing. But then for me, the mm-hmm. way that I think about it, if I switch to a rechargeable clock or like something that runs on like USB, then that's how many sets of batteries that I'm saving in the future that I won't need to yeah. necessarily be spending on anymore. Or like, you know, the waste also of batteries, it's it really piles up. So yeah, just like these little things, like yeah. do you guys have any in mind? Um, I guess I could just wrap up my like advice into three words number one it's just to be grateful like everything mm-hmm. you have like be super grateful it all came from somewhere um resources were needed for it to get to you so whatever like you have just be grateful and um and also be mindful like with that gratitude you become mindful that you know that came from somewhere um someone had to do it um it came from some like place like let's say how far it was like just being mindful that um 
how of how that place got you and of course mindful of how that will leave you like once it's life i mean once it doesn't serve you anymore and i guess the last one is really just to invest in your future like mm. it's not um it like it seems super hard like, i find myself like having a difficult time also to you know choose the cheapest route at this point um but just making sure that at the back of your mind like there's a greater purpose to you know choosing a greener path which may cost more at the present but will benefit you in the future um i guess that will work well also in a non-sustainable or non-environmental related like aspect in your life like just you know um i you're of course you're living in the now but you're also serving a greater purpose for like the future your future the future the next generation and you know like so on yeah that's oh, great i couldn't have said it any better yeah um you girls <laughs> i would say i would say like i have a um reusable like i have like a little pouch with reusable things inside so a reusable bag utensils straw so i would just say like we always have our bags with us at least add one pouch that you can that you can add all those things so like whenever because like you never know when you need like a spoon and fork you don't want to yeah. like use like a single use one at least you have a reusable one reusable one in your bag like don't buy a reusable one just you get a spoon and fork from your kitchen and just wrap it and then yeah. put it in your bag and then a reusable bag like at work i gave like all my coworkers a reusable bag for christmas oh that's and then so it's, cute yeah and it's so cute because i see them like using it all the time like whenever they're buying food i see them dumping they're using it. like nicole like thanks for this bag and i'm like oh Aww. no problem <laughs> so i feel like just having like a pouch in your bag that has a reusable bag utensils reusable straw and just leave it there because you never know when you need it <laughs> true small steps good gift also yeah that's a good yeah. gift yeah thanks for the idea i think oh. <laughs> yeah I think for me, I don't care well with like ultimate questions, but um, I think it, I think maybe with in attuned to like a mindset and like what Taris was saying, I think you ask yourself, try to ask yourself two questions whenever making a purchase: mm. um, How long are you gonna use this, and do I really need this? Right. Yeah. Because one thing that really shifted my mindset during our episodes was that one of our guests was like before you buy something that is a more sustainable alternative, like make use of something you already have till mm -hmm. its lifespan. Because then you accumulate more waste by having cheap products or accumulating more, more waste in general for things you don't really need. And yeah. that is just as bad as like the, as the pollution and like waste you're already creating if you just continue to buy more things that you don't really need or that you'll dispose of super soon. So like the same thing with like quality over quantity, like things that are cheap but will last you like 10 days or like really, really short, like maybe a couple of months. If you buy something like investing in your future, literally do like if you buy something that's going to live longer, like that rechargeable clock. Um, mm -hmm. I think like those two questions, like do I really need this and how long will this serve me? Yeah. And I completely agree with every, what all three of you girls said because, you know, the biggest thing is to really start small and it really is just a mindset. So it starts off with curiosity. Like try to do your own research because there's so many different avenues that you can take to, you know, mm -hmm. change, to impact the world. Like for me, my advocacy is animals. So I want to, like my interest is really like with wildlife and it's not just because they look cool it's because they're integral to our world's health yeah. and there's like this concept that i was taught like in my first semester which is called one health and it's the concept of a healthy um uh, society a healthy um ecosystem and um shucks i can't i can't remember the, the third one um but like human health <laughs> animal health and um you know uh, environmental health so mm. it's really there's so many different as, like aspects that you could tackle so what if you're if you resonate more with um social issues whether it's education or you know um poverty like that could be your your root or like if you're someone like me with, with animals then there's so many different ways that you can approach it it's really just all about a mindset you know that trying to make our earth better because 
we're the ones that are going to live through it. Like these boomers, mm-hmm. they mess it up. But then the reason why they don't really care is because they're going to be gone by the time gone. that they really mm-hmm. experience these things. And yeah. one thing that I always like to remind like well, my friends and um, myself is that it's really not about just saving our planet. It's also about saving ourselves because at the end of the day, we're ultimately bound by this finite world with finite resources that... Uh, we have here and if there's no earth then there's no us so you know just try to be curious find what resonates with you and just work small and you know it's a really a collective effect and if we could all find our different advocacies then we could definitely make this world a better place so I just want to wrap up the pod by saying thank you girls so much for joining me on today's mm-hmm. Rockets Modern Life episode. Like, I find it so badass that you guys are doing this Earth Friends FM. And, you know, it's really cool that you guys are sharing this these types of information for uh, people that want to get started. But before I go, I think now would be a perfect time for you guys to plug where people can find you or the work that you do. Uh, we have an Instagram, earthfriends.fm, and our podcast is called Earth Friends. It's on Spotify, Google, um, what else? Apple. I think Apple, Apple Podcasts. Wherever you can All get the this podcast. podcast. platforms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rock is our mentor. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Rock is our main guy. Like, my <laughs> mic is from Rocket. Ah, stop it, guys. The main podcast uh, no. <laughs> consultant. <laughs> Aside from our Instagram, I think we learn a lot too for, like I know we mentioned it a couple of times, like educate, um, education is the best resource and probably the best first step. Um, so there are a couple of Instagrams also that we follow on Earth Friends. So if you go to our Instagram and check who we follow, they're amazing resources as well for that. Let's share very easy eco tips mm-hmm. um, to start small. Right. And um, what about any personal accounts? Like, you guys want to share that? Or oh, like, keep a little secret along? Guys, <laughs> yeah. okay, so follow uh, For the Future PH. Um, Ooh, right. <laughs> <laughs> shout out the, um, the FTF team. Uh, you guys are great. Yeah. And um, I guess that about does it. So I just want to thank you listeners for tuning in to another episode of the Rockets Model Life podcast. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to share with hashtag RML podcast and hit that follow on Spotify, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube so that you never miss an episode. And as always, I'll see you all in the next one. Deuces!